in a longing to lavish it on someone or something. And that someone or something has its beginning as a mud pie and then has life breathed into it and then becomes you and me. And so it begins this love story. God loves us. We are loved. Today's gospel passage says it it all again. Jesus is at the Passover celebration, the ancient Jewish feast of liberation, the story of God's hearkening to the anguished cries of God's beloved children, and God responding with power to bring them to wondrous freedom. And Jesus is at this celebration with his friends, his own, the passage calls them. And he knows what lies ahead. He knows it is the last night for them to be together in that old, familiar way. He knows that it is the end of something powerful, but he also knows that it is the beginning of something glorious. Here he is with his own, those he has loved. And he must do something with them and for them to try to help them to truly come to terms with the nature of his love for them. So oddly, he gets a towel and a basin, and he proceeds to kneel in front of of these friends, his own, and to wash their feet. We talked about this not too long ago on Monday, Thursday, that it was the custom in the first century Jerusalem or in the Middle Eastern climate for individuals to wash their feet. And yet it was an action most often performed by one's self. The only person who would wash the feet of another was a slave. And this is why at least some of Jesus' own balk at the suggestion that he will wash their feet. They have been following him for three years. They have taken on the yoke of his teaching. They have called him rabbi and lord. Does your rabbi or lord wash your feet? For them, the answer is no. It was not what your lord or rabbi would do. So they are stunned. They are appalled. And they go back and forth with Jesus on it, or more accurately, Simon Peter. No, 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 don't do that. Oh, yes, I will. No, really don't. I will. Okay, well, if you're going to do it, do it this way so it's a little less appalling. No, I won't do it your way. I'll do it my way. I will be a slave for you. I will be a slave for you. What an astonishing thing for a Lord and a rabbi to insist to his own. What an astonishing thing for the one who is one with God, the God who called the Hebrews out of slavery into freedom. 
What an astonishing thing. I will be a slave for you. I will serve you. I will wash you. And unless you let me do these things, well, just let me do these things. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And in the end, he needed to demonstrate a vivid way, the form that love would take in his absence. It would take a self-negation, a self-emptying. No one had ever before associated with their Lord or their rabbi or even their God. Just let me do these things for you. This is what love looks like. I am giving you an example, one that you'll remember. This is what love looks like. Now go and do this for one another. For Jesus, love and and only love is to determine and define one's relationship with another. This is more than polite behavior. It is more than kind acts and and nice words. The love Jesus commands goes beyond positive feelings. It goes beyond attraction or attachment to someone. It is an orientation and a disposition, openness, receptivity, of giving, self-giving towards another. It is choosing to receive into your hands the feet, and the life of another. The willingness to hold the life of another, regardless of who they are or where they have come from. It is the willingness to hold and care for another person regarding of, regardless of what they look like and what they have done. It is the willingness to forgive those who have hurt us and to ask for forgiveness from the ones that we have stepped on or stepped over. It is remembering that the lives we encounter were created and loved by the God who created and loves you. When we love one another without boundaries, without labels, without selfishness, without pretense, we mirror the one That we follow. And like the one we follow, our lives are to reflect the one who loved us first. And that is when we experience glory. Not glory as reward, mind you, but glory as a way of of being in the world. Like a radiant light which reflects the love that loved us first and the love that gave us life. And that light and that love has the power to give life, to save life, to change life for the better. Love one another as I have loved you, he says. God loves us. We are loved. Love is our bounty and love is our our calling. 
The whole thing is a love story from beginning to end.